Just a quick note, please stay till the end of this and future episodes to hear the epilogue of the dramatized portion of the show. Thanks. In a time of great sadness and corruption, many were deceived and fell prey to the eye of Illuminat. Knowledge of the realm was covered in darkness. People fell for the schemes of those doing the bidding of the eye. Having over 60% of their crops taken, those who brought news from down the mainstream of Medea was full of lies that would cause confusion in the hearts and minds of those who sought it out. People shrouded their faces in fear of invisible plague, and men were chopping their dicks off in record number. However, there was a relic thought to be only of myth that was so powerful it would bring healing and peace throughout the land. It was a baseball bat of legend, believed to have the ability to stop the eye, but like all formulaic stories, ours begins in the most unlikely of places. Come in. You summon me, Elder? Yes, young man. Please, have a seat. Okay, thank you. I'm not gonna beat around the bush, young lad. The village has grown tired of your stay here. I don't understand. You don't seem to fit in here. We are peaceful people. As a community, we share our joys, sorrow, tears, and laughter. Yeah, I love to laugh. Gaga block block. Which brings me right to the point and the crux of the matter. You don't seem to know where to draw the line. Everything to you is... Uh, in jest. But that is my contribution to the village. And you have contributed far more than anyone has asked for. If your jokes were traded in the village, you would have flooded the market and the price has plummeted. But it's who I am. Yes, and who you are doesn't fit in here. Do you know what my name is? Village Elder? I mean my true name. No. My name is Galanoth. The village blacksmith, his name is Rayanor. The cobbler, Valkanor. The butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker, all three syllables, all sound badass. And what is your name? Joe. Yes, it's Joe. It's three letters. But it doesn't sound badass. You don't fit in here. Right. And enough with the sound effects. I don't know where you got that confounded magic sound box, but it is played. The orphanage found it in my swaddling cloth. I really don't care. It's not that we don't care about you, son. We do. Which is why I'm sending you away. Sounds real caring. So you can find your true purpose. You can stay till morning, but I personally love it if you left right now. Okay, thank he you. He really knows how to suck a wiener, fucker. So after a late lunch the following day, Joe set out to unknown lands to seek out his true purpose, whatever that was. Over hills and valleys, lakes and mountains, Joe recorded many new sounds, met many new faces, annoying the hell out of everyone. 
until one evening, just as the sun was setting over the wood elf forest, Joe came across a most interesting character. He had a long beard, pointed hat that drooped ever so slightly, and a long tie-dyed robe. But what was most interesting of all were the gems and stones of every shape and color levitating and swirling about him as if they were drawn to his presence. That is amazing! I've never been able to get them to land softly. Otherwise, it looks cool. Who are you? I am the greatest wizard in the realm, according to my stepmom. Gems and stones are my specialty. My name is Ben. A three-letter name? My name is Joe. Three-letter names may not sound badass, but they are great for hearing it in a crowd. What kind of gems do you specialize in? I have every kind of gem and stone, no throughout the land. Each one has its own mystical power for every type of purpose. That is so cool. What's your skill, good sir? My tiny little nipples went to France. I see. <laughs> that is hilarious. You think so? Let me see that magic sound box of yours. What, what, what is this engraving? Not sure. It looks like a missing piece, but it's always worked. Here you go. And guard it with your life. It's part of who you are. I will. Where are you headed? I'm seeking out the baseball bat of Olor to retrieve it from the clutches of the Eye of Illuminat and give it to King Tonus. Isn't that just a myth? Hey, I just had rocks rolling around me and told you I'm a wizard. Why does everyone always doubt legends in a magical land? Oh, I thought that was just a myth. Let me hop on my unicorn and get back to the Tree of Destiny before the portal closes. All myth is rooted in truth, and I will find the bat. That logic checks out, but why are you out to find it? Open your eyes, dude. The realm is going to dragon shit. And I believe the only thing that can help stop it is one big, hard, throbbing... There's that fag talk we talked about. <laughs> baseball bat. Can I come with? Sure. I don't see why not. So off the unlikely pair ventured toward the mountain where the Eye of Illuminat was thought to dwell. Ben showed Joe all he knew about stones and gems... Joe entertained Ben with every sound under the two moons, and Ben laughed all the while. I think we'll camp here for the night. I'm beat. Me too. What was that? I don't know. We should have a look. Well, it wouldn't be any kind of quest without mysterious noises leading to imminent danger. Come on. Joe and Ben snuck around the bend and noticed the dancing of light from a campfire flickering off the rock wall. Just then they both saw it. An eight-foot-tall creature so fugly this narrator simply doesn't want to mention it. In contrast, just beyond the hideous thing, Joe saw the most beautiful woman he had ever laid eyes on, tied to a tree at the mercy of the creature. Oh no, whatever shall I do? I never thought this would happen to me, being trapped in a cliché. Okay, so here's our options. 
We can try to save the girl by risking our lives in the quest that will bring peace and prosperity to the entire realm. Or we don't. But she's hot. Huh. <laughs> Never let it be said I wasn't a solid wingman. Right on. So what's the plan? You go over there and create a diversion. Try to get it to walk into that conveniently large unstable boulder. I'll stay here and use my powers to get the boulder to crush it. Word. Okay, Joe. Time to drop some sound. Anytime, Ben. Loud noises! That's it. Just a little closer. Now! Nice. Joe, go untie the lady. Don't mind if I do. No funny business. But funny is my business. Just get me off this tree. Thanks, guys. You okay? Of course I'm okay. I have like 10 friends as hot as me, and they've all had the same scenario happen to them with slight variations. If you two hadn't come along, someone else would have. Wind and sails gone. What's your name? It's Jen. Another three-letter name. I'm Joe, and this here is Ben. All three-letter names. What are the odds? I'm always getting shit about my name from those bitches Zelina and Sarlotta. Three of three are we, three to he, to he. What the hell was that? Joe has a magical sound box that brings delight to all who hear it. It's what I do. Well, could you do it in your own time? Oh, you want to hear some of those? I've made so many sounds in my own. Jen, may I be so bold as to examine the stone affixed to your necklace? I suppose. Seems I get a different one every week from some new prince trying to unite the kingdoms, if you know what I mean. It's exquisite. Of all the stones and gems I have, I've never seen one such as this, and the pattern seems very familiar. Jen, where is it you require to be escorted? Well, being as hot as I am, I don't have any need for money, land, or food, and I'm pretty bored, so I'm up for whatever. Want to go with us to seek out the legendary baseball bat? I thought that was just a legend. You see? Every time. We are on a quest for the bat to the mountain where the Eye of Illuminat dwells and bring it to King Anthony. Sounds like a party. Jen has joined your party. And so, after a night of hearty stew over the fire, washed down with a flagon of mead and laughter, the trio set out toward their destination, with absolutely no plan or idea of what they were in for. Before nightfall, they reached the mountain. In front of it was a massive cave entrance with a sign that said, No Trespassing. We've made it. This place is pretty spooky. Yeah, duh. It's an evil lair. Well, we didn't come all this way to stand around. Let's go. I 
hope this isn't too much farther. It's so dark in here. Wait, I can see light up ahead. Standing in a large circle stood black-robed men and women, each holding a goblet in their hands. In the center of the circle was a large pool of water. Above the pool was none other than the Eye of Illuminat. But the eye was not what our heroes expected. It's a giant asshole. This is not what I signed up for. Of course! The Eye of Illuminat isn't an eye at all! Hmm, it's a brown eye. Oh god, it's crowning. That is a lot of shit. That is seriously gross. What are those people doing? They're sco scooping up the shit water in those goblets they're holding. But why? Shh, they're saying something. Shit water in hand, each entity in the circle held up their goblets and speaking incantations. This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. 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 One by one, each of the black robed figures walked toward the large opening, leading to the outside of the cave. A constant stream of foul, flowing water cascaded down the side of the mountain to the river below. Oh my god, that river is connected to the mainstream of Medea. That is what has been poisoning the hearts and minds of people. But what about the bat? Where is it? Just as Joe asked the question, he saw a lone bat being used to prop open the hatch that allowed the free flow of shit water to exit the cave. Over there. But why is it being used for something as simple as a wedge? As a mockery. The bat is meant for good. They're using it against the people for evil. How do we get it? There is only one way to dispel lies and corruption. What is that? Your true purpose, Joe. Your true purpose. Laughter. You must help us and everyone laugh at the eye and all that serve it. This is the moment you've been destined for. I believe in you, Joe. Okay, here I go. You literal asshole. Hey, what was that? I think you're just full of shit and it's time to put your lies in context. Over there. Doo-doo, bud. They're discovering our disgusting secret. Not so funny now, is it? Get them. It's not working. The lies are too strong. Whatever shall we do? Joe, your sound box. Jen, give me your necklace. Now I know why the shape of the stone was so familiar. It's the same shape as the engraving on Joe's sound box. Joe, take the stone and put it in the engraving on the box. Okay, whatever you say. Joe took Jen's stone and placed it in the engraving of his sound box. The box began to glow and vibrate with a power he had never felt before. I can't believe it. The stone has become a new button. What will it do? Only one way to find out. Hurry, they're getting closer. Here goes something. Cause I have a bonus. Cause I ain't really gay. Oh, you're both a 
started by the compilation of sounds from Joe's soundbox, the eye and his followers burst into flames that smelled of burnt feces. It's working! Yeah! Take that, you gayness anus! You did it, Joe. The eye has been defeated. For now. It's what I do. Ugh, I'm not gonna get this smell out for weeks. Joe, you've earned the honor. Go and retrieve the baseball bat of legend. With a dignified stride, Joe approached the bat, gripping its shaft and pulling hard. Joe freed the bat from its watery prison, causing the hatch to slam shut. The poopy flow was stopped from leaving the mountain. I've got it. It's more beautiful than I could have imagined. What could it be used for? We must bring it to King Tonus, for only he has been granted the knowledge of the bat's power, lest it fall in the wrong hands. That bat seems pretty legit, but we have another problem, guys. What now? The water. With nowhere for the water to go, the cave slowly began to fill with the liquid sludge. Uh, unless anyone in here is a plumber, while also inventing plumbing, we have to leave now. Run! Yeah, figure it out. Figure it out. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, this is the uh, the actual first official, I guess you could say, episode of True Theater Radio. Uh, we are here with our first uh, honorary guest of Legit Bat, and uh, I'll let Josh like ask you guys some stuff because he's been a fan of you guys and he he's listened to everything. I've listened to, to some of you guys' stuff, but. He's listened to all your stuff, and it was, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have been able to even create what I created for the most part. It wouldn't have made a lot of sense, but after getting a feel for what you guys are doing and stuff, what you guys do, um, it was we were able to kind of create something I think was pretty, pretty funny and special. I mean, quite frankly, I've listened to it thousands of times at this point, and I'm kind of tired of hearing it. <laughs> but uh I, but it was fun nonetheless so um uh why don't you guys just introduce yourselves uh even though it's all in the pre-recording but uh let you guys introduce yourselves and we're going to have links to you guys' show on our website and stuff like that so people can get a feel a uh, feel for uh what you guys are all about which i think will help people uh appreciate the actual audio drama that we made a little bit better so how about you go ahead and introduce yourselves yeah, so I, I'm glad you said that, uh, getting a feel for what we do, because we try to get a feel for what we do every show, and it's always different. Every show is different, but how, how it start? I, I'm Joe, by the way. Jen's my wife, Hi. co-host, the hot chick, the hot chick from the drama. Yeah. <laughs> right. and sure. Ben the Which Wizard. It's funny, because I had no idea what you guys looked like till I was doing the album <laughs> art. <laughs> That's probably for the best. <laughs> I was like... It's like, I'm like writing what these people are about. Like, I have no idea what they look like. If I had to come up with some kind of, I had to like scour the internet and I was like, I'm just going to go on Rockfin and do a screenshot, which is basically <laughs> how I got y'all's pictures out of there. So. Yeah, no, Google would have worked. Nice. They would have said like, yeah, make me taller. Brad Pitt, that works. That's way <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I mean, put, a, put a hat on you with, people, a, with a fabulous really just, uh People have no business doing a video podcast. And for some reason we're doing that, but people seem to watch. So whatever. Yeah, but uh, so about what we're about though that that's a interesting one uh i think feel like we just told the story probably but 
the the name is one thing, but the actual show is wildly different. It's not anything close to the name. Well, that's okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm yeah, gonna, we're gonna I'm, stop I'm, you right I'm, there. I'm gonna stop you right there. This is what this is kind of what we're about. If people don't know what you're about by now, they need to go listen to your show. We're not gonna rehash stuff y'all have already talked about on your show a thousand times. You know how many times I've listened to your show and you have to tell the whole damn story about the bat I thing? Shut the fuck up. I heard it a thousand. If you didn't know, you should have listened to other shows. It's like whatever. Yeah. Oh, what's well, I always feel bad though. Like if we we're on else's show and they ask us, and because they're they genuinely don't know, sometimes like when we had Crow on, I was like, "Can we talk about this off air?" Like we told this. <laughs> 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 well, we definitely don't want to go on Crow Triple Seven yeah. and be like, "We're a dick joke," you know? Like we want to be taking right, a little. Right, yeah. seriously. He's like, "Why is the bat legit?" I'm like, ah, yeah, I'll tell you later. Ask Tony. <laughs> I mean. Huh. <laughs> well, that's actually how I found y'all, because I was had a, I was su subscribed to Crow Triple Seven's Telegram, and he just popped up and says, "I'm going to be on the Legit Bad Podcast." I'm like, "Well, I like Crows. I'm going to see what he has to say," and I was immediately like, "Oh my god, finally a like a truther podcast that isn't depressing." <laughs> yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, no, I like these I thought your story about finding us was going to involve googling Legit Bat, which I assumed would come up with some really <laughs> wild fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah. As long as you have your safe search turned on, it comes right. up with Legit <laughs> Podcast or the Watermelon Legit Bat. There's a whole brand of Legit Bats that really? are different colors. Yeah. yeah. No, keep your safe unrelated. search off. I live on the edge. <laughs> I, I like to see, like, you know, mature avocado. Look that up sometime, people. Mature avocado. Have you so, heard that one? The mature avocado. Oh, that was no. on Bin Knowledge yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't Google it now or if you're at work. But do it in your own time. Do it on your, <laughs> okay. uh, your alone time. Yeah. Yeah. Or Blue Waffle, which, <laughs> no. by the way, now we know everybody who's listening is going to do that. Yeah. So mature avocado, though, to be fair, all I wanted to see was what a, I grow avocado trees. So I wanted to see what a mature avocado tree looked like. So I Googled <laughs> mature avocado. I mean, there's always something for something. Right there. there were no trees in the pictures, in the images. Soon everything's going to have an to it. But <laughs> well, I'll just uh, I'll just get straight straight to a few of few of the things I was going to talk about, because I think I'm going to I'm not going to have too much uh, as far because I know my brother has tons of stuff he wants to ask you, because, like I said, he's been a big fan. Uh, one of the things he wants to ask, he wanted he wrote down for some of the questions was for one, did y'all actually have fun doing the audio drama part of it? Oh, hell yeah. I, I've never Absolutely. done anything like that. I know Ben had a blast. He gave you guys three takes of every line for Christ's sake. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just read through it once. I think I fucked up one line or something, and then I I didn't even listen to it because I'm like, well, it is what it is, and it ended up sounding like me, a very poor actor, and just. But that's what we wanted. We wanted the, yeah. that, that. That was what made it charming, though. We kind of liked that. It's hammy. <laughs> we wanted that hammy feel, you know. Yeah. Yeah, oh, so it came across great for in, to describe our show was perfect because if if there's anybody out there who knows who's been following us for any amount of time, it makes sense that audio drama makes total fucking sense. Because yeah, because I was I was even thinking of like I was even thinking like the first scene, which I'll just say off the bat, uh, <laughs> off the bat, the, <laughs> Ooh, the um, don't uh, we're not we are not going to talk about anything past uh, when you guys leave the cave. Because okay. it's going to be a spoiler. Because that's going to cut. That's going to be the prologue of this episode. So we don't want to. We don't want to talk about any of that stuff. They're going to hear that at the end. So we're that's everything right. up until a point where you guys leave the cave. We can talk all about that. Um, but what I was going to put. What I was going to say was. Um, well, for one thing, 
no offense to you two, but Ben knocked it out of the park when it came to his lines. I was like, holy crap, he gave me so much so much to, to work with it was like almost easy yeah we were laughing uh, ben, la- ben we were both laughing we're like oh my god ben is so fucking good at this <laughs> like, like, we actually uh, played so we played his three takes because joe had it recorded joe yeah. and i sat out on the patio after he recorded and we just listened to his three takes of just his three lines on full blast <laughs> on the lads like on the <laughs> well, sound system on our patio. Yeah, I <laughs> it put was you so on the funny. patio speakers. Yeah, it was. It's, yeah, it's we were dying. Yeah, I we, we thought it was hysterical. I was like, oh man, we've got to see if this guy wants to be on some more. So Ben, thank you. You were great on it. You will be <laughs> called later on. You will be <laughs> called listening later on. to it. After listening to it and knowing how I spoke the lines, I was like, oh. So it's hard when you don't have the the whole. I mean, we had the story right in front of us, but like, yeah, I, I didn't have the picture in my head until the sound effects and shit were added in. So I I'm, trying, I'm like, it's, how would it's I be really, like this? You know? Okay. And, so, and, and I will say, I will say that on top of that, as far as uh, the learning curve on my end, this is all of this is a learning curve, even right down to the editing, to the writing. There's so many things I'm going to be doing differently, even in the next, even in the next episode. Um, like being able to put in more detail as far as what the sounds are going to be, the atmosphere a little bit, primarily so the people who are reading the lines know what they're doing a little bit better. Because I know it's hard, it's easy for me to read the script and have the entire thing going on in my head. And it, I I sometimes forget that the people reading it don't quite see, have the vision that I have well, when I'm editing. The we thing. talked about that because the little parentheses that would say irreverently, sarcastically, yeah. the adjectives to describe the lines, it not just described the line of the reader, but it described the entire context of that part of the conversation, which means if she's saying something irreverently, that's going to determine how I react in my line. And so we all tried to have that in our heads when we went in there. Um, talk since we can talk about up until we leave the cave can we please talk about the sound effects that you used for the fucking brown eye because jesus goddamn christ <laughs> i could i could see it i could see it, I could see it in I my head it. i found that i found that it was like that's fucking disgusting was like, yeah, someone was awesome. up? like what was that goddamn oh yeah it was freaking yeah. foul yeah, it was it I was pretty it. bad it was pretty bad <laughs> yeah but uh but yeah so there might be some people that are like oh man why is this their first episode but hey you get but if you, you know get. if you know legit bad podcast like that's how i the first time i think i heard janet uh, was when y'all were talking about the whole episode about how y'all sh- about how each one of you shit your pants oh, cool. yeah yeah hilarious right yeah yeah so janet anything- told a great story but <laughs> anyway yeah I will say one one other little thing, one other little thing as a little insider to the episode, if anybody, for the those that end out listening to it, is the line where he says, Gainus Anus. That's at, <laughs> Gainus, Gainus is actually the name of our middle school in New Orleans, <laughs> which is why I put it that way. <laughs> yeah. So we went to Gainus Middle School. Yeah, no shit. It's I'm a real famous Christian middle school in New Orleans, Louisiana. Oh my god! So it wasn't just me trying to, you know, wordplay and make two words rhyme. Well, it's no, an the actual funny part. Well, is Larry, that, that's that like my favorite line. line. <laughs> that, that particular line, I read it and I was like, "Oh, that's really funny." And then I was all, "That is going to be the hardest line of my recording because it's really hard to sell that in like a serious, like fuck you way." Yeah. And so I was like. <laughs> I, 
I don't know. I that that particular line because it's just those two words, and so I'm like, oh, I don't know how that one's gonna come out because it's like I could say it as pissed off as I could, and I still it. It ended yeah. up being exactly what was necessary, which was like you said that hammy kind of hammy, you yeah. know, retortion, yeah. and it was yeah, it, it it worked out in the script. I think you guys did a really good job at that. Yeah. Well, like I said, I just wanted to add that little insider information <laughs> because it's it. I think it it adds to it a little bit, but uh, but anyways, uh, my brother's just itching to ask you guys some stuff that he knows that you guys <laughs> never freaking talk about. So take it away. Oh, okay. Well, okay. So, like, y'all have a y'all have a show that because I listen because here's the thing is in 2020 everybody went crazy, as we know, <laughs> everybody went nuts. And I come, I came home, I, I was actually in Wyoming at the time, and I had this overwhelming need for some reason to go see my brother on Thanksgiving, which I never have that urge. It was just something in some spiritual thing inside me says, I got to go see John on Thanksgiving. And then he's like, and then he just starts dropping all this truth or knowledge on me. And I'm like... And so I start having a freaking breakdown. And so I that's I, saying it lightly. Saying it, yeah. Like I wasn't like I wasn't I wasn't okay with it. And so um, but then I started, I was like, okay, so I'm like listen like crow. I'm listening to like um uh what's the other episode like other like um, my family thinks I'm crazy episode mm -hmm. podcast, stuff like that. And then I found y'all through you know crow and I was like, oh, okay, these are people that can come just make light of this insane knowledge drops I'm getting all the time. And so I'm laughing along with you, but what really, and I, and I got to tell you this to you, Ben, I hear this a lot on your show where people will say, you won't think that people want you there. And I'm going to tell you right now, I kept coming back hoping you were on the show. And here's why. Because, but you're his gonna you're, it's gonna be kind of a funny reason, but here's why because every once in a while, some kind of truth or knowledge drop, like for instance, when y'all were talking about like astral theology or something like that, and y'all would have these these truth or not, and you would have these kind of like mental breakdowns. Like <laughs> you kind of like lost it. And I'm like, like you can't would snap. Yeah, you just snap, and I'm like, you can't pay for this kind of audio. You can't, this is so <laughs> genuine. You can't pay for this. It's like, I'm watching this guy. And then next thing you know, you're like, like screaming. I was like, I'm wearing freaking crystals for crying out loud. What the fuck is going on? And I'm like, this is so good. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's why you're the stone. That's why you're stones and gems. That's why yeah, that's exactly why we that's chose why, that. That's why you're the, why you're the, I just guy. got it. <laughs> you just got it. You just figured that out. That's yeah, why you're the dude, guy. fantasy thing. It's wizards and gems. I didn't get the iron there. Chose, yeah, that's why we chose you to be the gym's wizard guy. Oh you're wow! Talking about right, well, just, yeah. you just congratulations on the other mental break. That's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're oh, like, so funny. I'm like watching, like I'm listening to this, and I'm like, okay, I kind of relate to Ben because I'm, I'm like, because we both grew up very, uh, very Christian. You know, sure, and very religious, and to have that kind of the entire that entire world just kind of crumble right. is very unsettling. 
you know? Yeah. Like, what do, how do I go about my life? How do I, what is right? What is wrong? You know, what is, what is evil? Has evil been the, is the serpent in the garden of Eden the good guy? You know, it's like, it's, right. it's that kind of stuff. And so my thing is what I wanted to ask you specifically is how has this kind of um, evolution that you've been going through? And this can also be, Joe and Jen, you can answer this as well, because I'd be very curious because I've watched y'all kind of go through different stages of talking to really interesting guests and then having your mind changed. And so I'm like, how does that, how, how has that affected your, your day-to-day life? Like even your family life, how do you go about the world? Has that, has that made things more stressful or more interesting? Or are you still, have you feel like you've found any kind of answers to any questions that you've had, you know, how does that affect your religious life? Whatever, you know? Oh, uh, yeah, that's you, Ben. Knock it out. Uh, I, uh, fuck it. I'm coming. Um, <laughs> Cause I want to, I want to answer this as honestly as I can. It, there's a lot that you just asked in there that is all true and none of it's true. So the way that I look at it is the, the farther I get into answers to my questions, the more questions come up. Right. Now, yeah. There's, there's, that Same here. there's a, there's a particular center that you find with that. It's almost like the farther you get drawn away from everything you know, the closer you get to what you're supposed to be. But that arena is so much bigger than the one that you were. So like we always talk about, nobody wants to be uncomfortable. They accept lies because at least then they have an answer. It, that is a narrow road. It's very, very easy to be on that. It's like a horse with blinders. And, mm-hmm. you know, they put it on there so it can stay focused. And in response to the 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 worldview um it's done both so like the first when you first ask you know family life how does that change well i don't think her and i in any way shape or form would have worked out any other way than what i was going through in my life the podcast itself and how her and i got together and what we've talked about um as a matter of fact seven months in to the podcast when her and I first started dating this whole idea of energies I poo-pooed on for probably the first four or five months and uh, I told the story about the energy transfer and it was a joke about I was you know wicked high and uh, but it was something that that completely changed my mind well when you have those and you mentioned it on the podcast where I'll have like a live snap one I don't hide or lie well and part of that (laughs) is having to train myself from that christian realm where it doesn't matter what you're going through personally show up on sunday hallelujahs and (laughs) it's all fucking fake well in order to be really be you that is stepping outside comfortability because when you start being yourself you're going to get judged and so now you have to get thick skin and and you have to understand that you're going to believe whatever you're going to believe, no matter what anybody thinks. Well, that is something that our parents instilled in us very well. The problem with that is that when you are used to having thick skin for what you believe, changing that belief when you don't care what anyone thinks is extremely difficult. So those snaps of mentality 
are extremely bothersome because what it does is you're admitting to yourself that what you thought you knew was just completely off or in the very least, not what you thought it was. And uh, I, 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 in the personal life, it ends up being where I have caught myself um, over the last year and a half, almost two years now that Lene and I have been together where she'll bring something up and I'm instantly more receptive to it. But the follow-up thought is that my initial response was receptive. So there's almost this, this double mindfuck where if something gets brought up that I'm receptive to that maybe I've never heard or it's out of my wheelhouse, the fact that my initial response is to entertain it is in and of itself a complete mindfuck because that is never something. I was on that I was on this much of a mental road when we started the podcast and it was a lot easier. It was mm -hmm. a lot easier to still at in, in some pillar, you know, have my faith in my Christianity. I was coming on to 30. I was getting sober, but I still held that. And I remember a very specific conversation with her over texting where she said, what makes you hang on to that still? And I remember thinking, and I had a response for it, and I I, I 100% believed it. But as that started to turn, it wasn't just that it was turning away from that. It's that all of a sudden that narrow viewpoint isn't just wide open. It's like there isn't a path anymore. You don't know where to go because the one thing right. that you thought was leading you isn't just untrue, but it means that when it's untrue, everything else might be. That is a very, very hard thing. But within that unknown is where you start to forge your own path, not the one that has been laid out for you for your entire life. Um, so just to summarize, it's been difficult and also easier. It, it, it's been hard, but not hard. The more that I learn, the more I fucking don't know. So that's that's the best way I can describe it is the closer I get to feeling like I'm finding truth in my life and in the world, the more that I feel like I have I'm this big. But it's yeah. it's that it's it's not it's not a um, it's not a demeaning this big. It doesn't make me feel like shit. It makes me in awe and appreciative that there's so much out there that I didn't know. Uh, Joe and Jen and I have all talked about it before. It's like why 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 can't people admit when they're wrong be out of pride it, it doesn't make sense to me because when when you're wrong and you've been fucking smashing your head against something for so long doing it the wrong way and somebody goes that's wrong here's the evidence why would you not take that as an opportunity to go oh my fucking god i just learned something i'm so happy about it now i know how to do it the right way it's to ego me, the whole that, ego thing. That's why. Yeah, the ego hangs on to that. It's like, it, it, to me, it boggles my mind because although it's hard mentally, it's also easy because you should know that you are taking steps by accepting something that you were doing wrong the whole time because now your life can be better. Now you can do it the right way. And all and that 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 in and of itself, that reception of information that you don't know. And I'm not all the way there. I'm stubborn as fuck. She'll tell you. She'll bring up stuff to me. I'm adamant about it. I put my foot down. And then like three days later, I'm like, fuck, I was wrong. And I can back it, up on that, Lene. 100%. <laughs>
so that would that would be my my answer. Uh, sorry if I went on a little long there, but uh, that's fine. But it's it's exactly kind of what I hear. But I I really like what you said about like you're now kind of. I think what you're really trying to say is that you enter into the hero's journey. You're no longer you're no longer being told what to think, and you you now have to weed it out yourself. And I personally have come to the what I believe the realization of the, the truth of the matter is, is that God's too big to judge me for not knowing anything. Absolutely. Like, that's his fault. <laughs> like if he wants if he wants yeah. to let me know all the answers, he'll just come down and tell me. Yeah. Like that's not that's that just seemed that doesn't make sense. Well, and we're and the, you know we're the, the answer only to that is, though, dude. You know the answer to that from a Christian perspective is he right. did. It's called the Bible. And yeah, exactly. It's nonsense. Yeah. yeah. And what it's we like, know now that that's just not true. It's like you have a hundred years to figure this out. Half of which you're just figuring out how to not essentially Die. piss your pants, <laughs> which is and unsuccessful. You even it out. <laughs> yeah, no, you and got hundred years. TikTok motherfuckers, figure it out. Thanks, yeah. God, appreciate and it. So, and so, essentially, you go through life thinking that you know God has given you this this grand opportunity to follow him and if you can't figure it out then that's on you and i'm like well for somebody who claims to be eternal and you're giving me this finite existence to follow what you want me to do then you're you're basically you're you're asking the impossible of any of any human in that regards but kind of like it was it was just funny because i'll i'll be i'll be straight up when it came to like uh my religious beliefs yeah i was a true believer i'm not yeah. i'm not i'm not one of these like you know i go to church because i was indoctrinated by it. I, the everybody could have everybody could have fell away and i would have i'd have been the last person to think that i ever would have ever left that's ever. exactly what i was talking about though is that it's that it's that dogmatic narrow road where no one can turn you away from it so when that finally happens Something turns you away from it. It is fucking earth shattering. Oh, it is. People Insane. that believe it, that are true believers, they are the hardest to convince otherwise because they don't care what anybody thinks. I will never forget probably seven years ago when Joe, Jen and I all first started living together. Jen had just moved out here. We used to just sit there and talk. It's what brought the podcast to life years later. Me and Joe... All, all of us were drinking and we got in the conversation of this Christianity business. And I told Joe, I said, you know, I, you know, I still believe in the God of the Bible. I don't necessarily believe that it's all black and white. I, I agree with my first counselor. It's, it's 10% black and white. And God leaves that 90% gray because he wants to see if our heart's in the right place. And I remember Joe and I having a conversation and I could tell Joe was really serious about it. And at the end of it, he goes, you're the only person I'm willing to have these conversations with. Because everybody else that believes what you believe, I would get so frustrated that I don't even want to fucking try. And I remember I that has stuck into my head because now, now it sounds like drunk Joe. No, <laughs> it just sounds like somebody who, well, maybe. Um, but it, it ended up being one of those things where that kind of communication about things that were out of our wheelhouse, like I didn't give a fuck that for the longest period of time, Joe was very open about not being a Christian. It didn't bother me. Even though he was my older brother, I looked up to him and all this stuff, it was still something I went, I don't really care that he doesn't 
you know, believe this anymore. That's okay. That's for, that's, that's his journey. And mine is different. And we got along and we talked about these things that we were raised with and that we thought differently. And, and I think that right there was a large reason why this ended up coming about was because nobody was going to fucking tell me otherwise. No one. And so when I ended up having hardcore fucking evidence that there was other shit that I had no idea about, whether it be historical with Corey Hughes, whether it be supernatural with Lindsay Sharman, whether it be anything political, every single facet of my life. It's not like somebody said, you're fucking retarded for not believing this. No, they went, this is what I believe. This is my evidence. Take of it what you want. They weren't pushy. Every single person on all sides of the aisle that we've been able to have on the show have been the coolest people because they aren't shoving it on us. I've mentioned this before. The idea when you push on someone, their instant is to go, nope, the more you push, the more I'm going to say, fuck you. But the minute somebody drops something on your lap and says, you don't have to believe it, and they walk off, that's free will. <coughs> that is where you pick it up and you go, fuck, they're giving me an option. Am I going to be stupid for walking away from this and continuing on the exact same path that I've been going down? Or am I going to actually consider this for a minute? The very fact that you're willing to consider it is where your mind blows open because you're no longer just instantly shutting the doors. And I, I've said it before, the fact that I'm at a place now where I will entertain just the most wild shit that people come up with is in and of itself the biggest part of this podcast. Right. It's funny and that you say that too, dude, because uh, somebody was just talking about on our last show about how our guest was just believing this too much. And okay, maybe that's the way he presented it, but I, I don't want anyone to get the idea that our show is a truth uh, speaking show. I've said this before. I, we're truth seeking. We're not, I don't, I'm not claiming to have answers about anything. I'm, I'm interviewing other ideas and other perspectives from people and going, huh, that's interesting. And now you can weigh that for yourself. So right. it, it drives me nuts when people, you know, review pod, not that it matters, but like, or sends you an email or whatever. And it's like, the thing this guy said was not true. It's like, okay, I don't give a shit. We're just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, move along. I'm going to log that away. And then next time something comes around in that, you know, general vicinity, I'll bring that up and be like, oh, how does this match up with everything else? Right. Well, people want to be polarized right now, though. Like, oh, sorry. God, I don't want to. Oh, no, I was just going to say one thing. We're truth seeking, not truth speaking. We don't That's fucking know. And we don't yeah. know any fucking better than anybody else. Fuck right. off. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And that was uh, that was actually one of the things it, it, there. There are some there's some interesting twin dynamics, I guess, between both of us where um we're we are we're kind of polar extremes in in one way or the other and when it came to us questioning our entire worldview it, I mean, everything was kind of something happened in 2020 specifically i'd been looking into stuff for a long time but it wasn't until 2020 when it was like i'm going i i i literally said to myself i'm going to look into the deepest darkest craziest stuff with no holds barred on anything and just let the chips fall where they may. And I was starting to have crazy 
opinions altered in ways where I'm like, I can't even have this opinion or I'm going to be considered the bad guy. I mean, it was all, it was not just considered the bad guy. It was like, it was like, I felt like, I felt like I was turning to the dark side. I guess you could say it was really kind of weird, but That's that Christian guilt for you. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was, it was hardcore. But the thing was, is that with me, I actually got to a place where I'm just like, Oh, thank God. I don't know everything. It's like the fact that I don't know everything has been very, very comfortable for me. It's very humbling. For him, too. It was like complete total meltdown. I mean, you can, he can have, <laughs> you, it was like, I was, I was just like, I was like, that's, Dude. that's why I liked listening to you, Ben. And I was like, Oh, I know how that guy feeling right yeah. now. I got that feeling. I know it. You know, yeah. I had a hard time admitting it when we had on the Hatter and we had just gotten back from Mount Shasta. Oh, he's great. I want to get, I want to have him on. I want to have him on. Oh, he's brilliant. And we actually, I don't know, we ended up being able to go and actually spend a day with him uh, up in Mount Shasta on his travels in the United States. And it was, it was awesome. And the first time we had him on, we had just gotten back from Mount Shasta where I just bought my first crystals. I felt like a fucking tard. Because I'm like, oh my god, I'm buying these fucking rocks for eight bucks. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna start wearing them around my goddamn neck. And right. then after I kind of we got on the podcast, and without me saying shit, without anybody knowing when we went up there, crystals were the first things that started getting talked about. And that's when I brought it up. I'm all, I just fucking bottom line today. And everybody's like, synchronicity, you fuck. And I'm like, yeah. dude, yeah. you have to understand. I, I didn't even believe in synchronicities a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> Not to mention people treat you a lot better at Whole Foods, am I right? <laughs> we don't have I mean, here. We're poor. Oh, man. <laughs> well, when you go, it'll be like you'll get top-notch customer service. You just wear some crystals at, at Whole Foods. All of a yeah, sudden, you're like... Does that count? I'm sorry, but count too. You, can't, you can't wear anything with an American flag and camo <laughs> yeah, into Whole that. Foods and then not treat you like you're packing a gun. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. you 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 definitely look really confusing. Like this, <laughs> he's got freaking crystals and shit. He's got American flags. What the hell's going on with this dude? I've said it before. I'm like a city boy at heart with a shitload of redneck tendencies. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, uh, can I tell you all my uh, my funny crystal story that yes. actually just happened this year at during Mardi Gras? I was in like no. as I, we're, we're from New well, we're from New Orleans, you know. So I actually went back to go visit family and um, it was during Mardi Gras and the further South you get, the further darker it gets, if you know what I'm saying, you know? Yeah. And so, and so, and so I'm like trying to go through TSA and all these things. And I'm like, Oh my God, black women are the bane of my freaking existence. <laughs> They're always at the TSA and they always want to make your freaking life a living hell. And so I'm like, but I, um, so I go, but I go to this, um, this bar on St. Charles Avenue, which is pretty much where the main parades always happen in New Orleans. And it was this bar called Lucky's and I'm standing outside the, uh, um, standing on the porch, having a cigarette and having a drink and this extremely kind, large black woman <laughs> walks up yeah. to me and she says, this is for you. I don't know why. And she hands me this amethyst crystal. And this amethyst crystal necklace. And what was interesting about that was because I actually went to New Orleans. I said, when I go to New Orleans, I'm going to buy an amethyst crystal. Because I was reading about the amethyst property. And she just walks up and just gives it to me. I still have it. It's this gorgeous, massive 
crystal necklace. And then she's like, my name's April. This is for you. And I'm like, that's my mother's name who just passed away. And I was like, it was the wildest freaking thing. And the, another thing was while we parked, I was with my friends and they, who, who also are kind of like waking, like are pretty into the synchronicities and stuff thing. They both have a tattoo on their arm that says 11, 11, right? They're, 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 I think they're engaged, but they both have a tattoo that says 11, 11. And then we parked the uh, vehicle and right under, right, right where we parked, it was at the this address that, and they, we couldn't even see the address, but it was under a canopy. And I walked under it, it said eleven eleven, you know. And then I'm getting a, an amethyst crystal from a large black woman. I'm like, God has a freaking sense of humor, because I've just been ripping on fat black chicks all day. <laughs> and all that sudden, is uh, that is definitely something that will break your brain. Yeah, like, dude, you I'm get, telling you, you get, it was wild, man. It was wild. Make me yeah. so weird and giddy and happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. I like your. I like your attitude. I like your attitude. It's like it's a yay. Oh, I'm weird. Sorry. Yeah. So. Well, Jen, did you want to answer uh, his original question? What was even the original question? Sorry, y'all went the original out. Question is like, the, basically, the original question is because since I've listened to y'all's show, and I've just watched this, like it's been. This is what I love about your show. It's like you feel like you're, and I think I might have told this to Joe before. But it's like when when you listen to the show, you feel like you're hanging out with like friends, drinking beers, and just talking about the wildest shit you can possibly think of. And just like you feel like this is a fun conversation. And you want to do this again. That's what the show feels like. But then when I'm listening to it, I've also watched a lot of evolution of how y'all have grown from it started off like I mean, it still is a goofy show. But then at the same time, y'all have also had these moments of these aha moments that you might even these moments of clarity. And it's like you're kind of slowly evolving. And I know that also by your guests that you have on and you have you you keep asking these really great questions, things that you would never have asked when you first started the show because you wouldn't even had a point of reference. You wouldn't even know how to ask that question because it wouldn't even have been in your thought process you know and so i was basically just asking ben and mo mostly asked ben to begin with because i was so curious because no one's ever brought it up like ben having these mental breaks on the freaking show which i thought was hilarious and i, I was like this is so freaking radio gold you can't this is you can't buy this and so i was like i wanted to know like how has this how has your show kind of helped you to grow as as people you know no this one's on you you've no, been very quiet go ahead you have been quiet Jen. it's your turn you need to talk <laughs> that's another thing gentlemen I'll tell you something right now you need to listen to me you need to stop <laughs> apologizing stop apologizing for talking oh, yeah. you do that a lot on your show stop doing it it's really annoying because it's like Jen, like oh i'm sorry i'm talking it's your freaking podcast talk I want to yeah, you know why? Because it's a male-dominated industry, and I'm not oh, even a blah, feminist blah, blah, at all. Blah, anyway, no, 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 that's Speak totally up. true. And I have been shushed by so many dudes on our show, you wouldn't you? even know. Well, I'm sorry for I'm shushing you. Hundred, hundred percent. I get shushed and talked over all the time to the point where I'm like, I'm just gonna shut up and sit here. In the very beginning of our show, I actually bounced halfway through the show a couple times, and you wouldn't know if you didn't watch the audio. 
but I would be talking and someone would just bombard over me and I would be like, oh, okay, well, no one cares. So I would leave. And so, so my evolution is where I learned to come back and just sit and listen. And that, that happens often now. So I, I am sorry if I say sorry, ha, but, yeah. uh, it, it just, that's where I'm like, okay, I just have to sit down and listen. It's interesting information. But if I ask a question, I've been told, I've been told in the chat, I'm the dumbest person someone's ever heard. And then they tipped us $20. And what? then, yeah, th that's a real thing that happened. Hey, you can it's call me all day. You can tip me 20 bucks all day. I'll let you call me stupid all day. Sure. Yeah, it's bucks. because I we were talking about star forts. Sorry, but that's not real history. I mean, it could be, but fucking right. who cares? And I said, hey, maybe we're a science project in the back of a fifth grade alien classroom. And someone said, wow, that's the dumbest thing I've ever fucking heard. And then they tipped us 20 bucks. So I just get <laughs> shit on left and right. So I'm sorry, not sorry. I I guess I, I don't know. The only know. reason I bring that up is because I think I because i think you're fantastic i think you're fantastic you have an amazing radio voice because i'd never i never even watch y'all like this is pretty much the only time i've ever looked at y'all's faces well we don't really watch podcasts we don't watch anyways. podcasts it's kind of stupid we don't it's either like, to be fair like, we listen i actually so love that that you said that on your first show about what are you all doing watching people's fucking faces talk i get that so <laughs> i think most people especially with our show we don't really have a whole lot of visual shit besides mm -hmm. their dumb heads so I think most people turn it on as like the radio. You're not they're not actually sitting there watching our mouths move. I'm some well, people when we are did, for when sure. we did Planet Retard, we have <laughs> we have the Planet Retard report that I don't know if you guys have ever watched or listened to, but we bring up articles that are the dumbest articles we've ever seen at five o'clock on Sunday specific time. We haven't done it in a few months though, because summer's been those are fun. a lot of fun. I remember y'all doing those are a lot of fun. I yeah. really appreciate it. We'll have those. to get going <laughs> again in the winter. <laughs> That's good because it's so great. Like y'all pull up some like I'm like, is this really in the freaking news? And it's like it's so insane. Yeah. Yeah, um, fantastic. probably written by AI, but yeah, it was in the news. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> written by AI. That's my token, my token phrase. I would like to I'll say something to Jen's credit. Um, as a result of all of these mind bending things, I would say that in different ways, Jen has kind of been the rock of mentality in a lot of ways to our show because she has always kind of thought outside the box on a lot of these issues. I know that when I first started on the show, some of the things that she would say, I audibly and would verbally on the show say, see, I disagree with that. I disagree with that. I, mm -hmm. you know, this, I know Jen and I, I have, a, Jen and I have a long history of butting heads from the we moment do, that we, we have, met. We have more in common than we don't. I yeah. will say that. And that I, I will say that this podcast and everything that we've talked about has in a lot of ways, it's it, it's in not just Jen and I's thought process is very similar. Um, and that thought process, but different belief systems can sometimes come to a head. But now, along with two years of doing this and no offense, always thinking Jen was a little out there on the alien shit and all of this, you know, like <laughs> traveling to, to dimensions and, and stuff is I, when we started again, narrow path, I was like, Oh my God, this is fucking so stupid, but I'll, I'll talk about it. Yeah. Fuck it. And then as things started to change, I went, you know, she hasn't strayed too far. Not saying she hasn't grown, not saying she hasn't changed her view on certain things. I would never take that away from her, 
But I will say that a lot of what she already believed walking into this has now been something that I go, okay, actually, I see that. And there is a certain part of that groundedness in the supernatural. When we first talked to Lindsay Sharman, and when we first talked to a lot of the guests that really delved into the supernatural, which for me, I don't have dick to contribute. Um, she always led with the questions. She was always very interested in their work. She knew a lot about it. Joe has his forte in that in 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 different arenas of that nature as well. And so on a lot of those, I would sit back and not have a lot to contribute because I didn't. I it, it's exactly what you said. You don't even have a frame of reference to ask certain questions. And so for a lot of the things now that I've had an open mind to, and again, I, Lene has been a big part of this in my home life off air, is like it all echoes a lot of the same stuff that now I'm I'm finally being able to see. And to Jen's credit, there is a lot of that supernatural part of our show that we talk about that has kind of been a bedrock for those categories that now looking at it, I'm like, okay, I, I actually see what she's talking about. Whereas before I wouldn't have entertained it for a hot minute. I don't know. I think you would have. You entertained stuff. So our show started as us trying. I mean, I'm sure you guys have heard it a million times, but our show started as us just sitting around shooting the shit. And then we were like, hey, let's record this, which we did a couple of times. And it turned out terrible. It was not any sort of listening material whatsoever. We were our worst selves. Um, and then when we first started the show, we were just drunk and stupid. I mean, we were just being we had no. Um, no frame of reference, like Ben was saying, we weren't really listening to shows. We kind of were, but we didn't really care or think about what the listener was going to hear. We were just like, let's be ourselves and talk about whatever, not think we would just talk over each other. There'd be sounds in the background. We'd be like, you know, whatever. Like there was no, no care for what was going to be put out there. And then as Joe listened to it and told Ben and I, and then we listened to it, we're like, oh, yeah, we should probably be a little more careful. And then we kind of grew. <laughs> into being and I hate to say it because it was like we learned from our mistakes and we got to be better at producing a better show because we're like we handle con constructive criticism pretty well from people on, in the chat who would say like your audio sucks or your internet's you know going out or your videos going out or this is stupid and we're like all right and we kind of adapted that way too a little bit I mean we grew and learned but we also listened to our listeners right I, I definitely, it's one of those things I've kind of almost had to mentally set myself up for, for some mad criticism, which I really have to tap into my, my inner, not giving a fuck about stuff, especially because I mean, cause I can talk, I can talk about stuff and people can disagree about what I say and things. Um, I will say by no means do I, uh, what I, like even put down anything that I've written because I haven't done a lot of writing, but I have done writing in the past. And, you know, you always show it to the people, you know, and they're like, oh, it's so great and all that kind of thing. Well, it's like you're not sending it out to the entire world and everybody's going to have the our first episode out there and be like unsubscribed. I, I mean, this this is terrible. You know, I'm like, OK, whatever. I guess it's well, not that, for you. Those people that's going to happen. <laughs> so I'm, that's going to happen. People are going to hate on you and they're going to be assholes. Joe and I were just talking about this today. I don't know if you guys have ever listened to OBDM podcast, our big dumb mouths. It's a great show. 
and they were reading their one star reviews today or even three or four stars, but they were very critical, shitty reviews. And we were just talking and I was thinking, how selfish and self-serving can you be to, to be annoyed with something and then to say, you should discontinue doing this because it annoys me. Gross. So that's, that's the so attitude <laughs> that I have tried to take with it. Like, I'm sorry that it annoys you, but you're not that cool. So fuck yourself. Why don't yeah. you go eat shit right. while I continue to do what I'm doing? Well, there's like two. It's the same thing, though. There's I like can two and a half million podcasts, and they're taking the time out of their day to go on there and talk shit on. Like, change the channel. It's like the radio. You can go pick a different show. Like, why are you taking time to do so, this? Yeah. Right. So when you guys get shitty reviews, because I'm sure you will and it's not because your show is bad because i think it's amazing i think you no, guys have a solid amazing yeah i think you're i think you guys are going to blow up personally i couldn't say enough about how fantastic of an idea this was but people are going to hate just because right. they want to and you have to think of what kind of person you have to stop for a minute go into a different person who sucks go into the brain of a person who sucks at life and picture how that would be. Imagine oh, just yeah. thinking everything's awful and I just want to hate on people. That's their life. Don't feel bad for them because fuck them. But that's their life. Their life is just all about sucking. Oh, yeah. We say it all the time. It's like, well, they're the ones who have to live with themselves. I mean, right. I, yeah, I, have exactly. up, I have to put up with them for two seconds. They have to be with themselves 24-7, you know, and it's like. Well, what you got to understand, too, is that for every person that takes the time out of their fucking day to leave an actual comment, <laughs> you have to understand that everybody in their life thinks they suck. And yeah. so here I am two years later and I'm still chewing hands live on the air and fuck Jared. That's all I got to say. <laughs> I mean, even last night, Ben, we did get a comment that asked if you even had any fingers left. Yeah. And then the, the show before that, he was like, please, please stop eating your fingernails. <laughs> like, I can't control everything. I could turn his camera off, but I don't I don't know what to do. We're an audio only show. You can chew your freaking fingers all you want. Yeah, exactly. but I even said there are there were four little thumbnails on the screen, three or four. I can't remember how many people we had on, but three or four thumbnails. If <laughs> giggity, but if you don't want to look at Ben chewing his fingers, you can look at anything else. You can look at us. You can look at anything in your room. You can look at literally anything or turn the video off. Stop fucking staring at it and then bitching. I about recommend it. looking at um Biden while you listen to anything. <laughs> there you go. Just look, look at his face. <laughs> yeah, you you know that the, all all you have to do is know that your country is in his hands and that you'll be fine. Where's your home? <laughs> Are you in Oregon? Are you in Oregon? <laughs> yeah. I just well, people are so selfish and they want to just talk about how they feel all the damn time. Like fuck off. Yeah. Joe what is what yeah. what's some what's something that has uh not necessarily broken your brain um because not everybody has to deal with that um but what's something that maybe your mind has uh expanded on or changed uh since we did the podcast started it uh, a lot of stuff i don't i don't know if i could narrow it down to one thing but Sure. Everything we talk about is like new and exciting because it's like I don't fucking know. Like I grew up like these guys. I the bio, or, you know, man was created six thousand years ago by a god that loves you, but will also tell you to fuck off if you don't follow him. And uh, <laughs> six thousand years later, here we are. We're going to be in the end times. Jesus is going to come back, and you know. So anything outside of that is amazing because I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
It's a great answer. I yeah. love it. Which is That's more than likely why he's so happy every time he has a poop story, because he's like, I'm sorry, but that wasn't in the Bible, and that was awesome. You guys should come look <laughs> and hear all about it. <laughs> yep. So wh what? what's another question, Josh? I know you got more for us. Um. Well, mostly that's that's kind of what that's kind of what I majority of what I wanted the idea, and y'all hit on a lot of things that I wanted that to was know the about. Crux. <laughs> yeah, that's the crux because it's it's more like it's it's kind of like because you know when you listen to these other like when you listen to Crow, he has this like kind of like voice and this tone of like I know, I know more than you. Yeah, <laughs> very so, educating and you're like and you and you totally believe him he probably does know more than me and so i'm like okay well um and he's like super calm about it or they you'll listen to some other truther podcast and they're like the world's burning everything's gonna <laughs> fall apart you know everything's gonna we're all gonna die and it's like uh i've heard doomsday nonsense since y2k and yeah uh, you know, it's been going on every freaking year. And every year, you know, you, you prepare for something and then you're like, you know what? I'm just don't care anymore. If it's like <laughs> I just done. But it's like the uh, the oddest thing is that when uh is that now that we are in a sort of really lame, annoying apocalypse, if you will, <laughs> is that now is like I'm actually not prepping anymore. <laughs> like, yeah. like, like now that i'm in it i'm like you know what i think the biggest prepping is just to have fun and like live life and enjoy it and so that's why when i heard your show for the first time i was like these like i can i can, I can get behind these kind of people like we're living in the most ridiculous time and these people have the ability to stare it in the face and laugh at it and I love that. It was so good. It was really good stuff. And so I was, that's why I was, but I wanted to ask like, because it clearly, you didn't, y'all didn't just wake up one time and then just get involved in the truth or community because you don't just, you don't just get a, you don't just get crow on the freaking line without having some kind of questions on your own. And so that's kind of where I wanted to figure out like, okay, they start off this really entertaining show. How do, it's not like y'all because you because you tell me that y'all just were like bullshitting in a basement, but at the same time I'm like, there's something else there. I want to know what else is there. That's like, what would have made y'all even say, okay, we're not only going to have a podcast, but we're going to have the most interesting guests on almost off the bat. Like it's it's interesting. Like I don't understand how that happened. Yeah. I know no, that Joe did that. Joe. I know that I know that I know that Joe did that, but that's what maybe that's what I want to ask ask you is like, how did you even know who to how to contact Crow? It's like you must have listened to him before. Oh well, no, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I listened to all these shows. Crow, I, I've tried to get Greg Carlwood on. Uh, yeah, Greg Carlwood's great. Yeah, but no, yeah. so it was literally. I tell everybody this. It was literally. I sent an email or a DM on Facebook or something, and people just got back to me. The first one was Charlie Robinson. We actually got to hang out with him. I'm sure you've heard that, but yeah, I literally yeah. found him on found him on Facebook. Sent him a DM, and he's like, "Yeah, sure, I'll come on your show." I'm like, "Are yeah. you serious? We have yeah. one episode out. Like, that's awesome." So I just continued that strategy until this day. I just somebody I hear on somebody else's show. I'm like, "Let me reach out to them, see if it, you know." And sometimes it takes a bit of digging. I got to talk to other podcasting friends and be like, "Hey, do you have this guy's email?" Or you know, so. Mm -hmm. 
it it's all kind of a we, we always call it a cross pollination. There's so much of that in this community where someone's like, oh, I know this guy. This would be a great show for you guys to do. I've had that happen a bunch too. Mark Steves from my family thinks I'm crazy has sent me links like, hey, you'd probably like to have this guy on. Just sends me a link to his email or whatever. So that's it. Just asking. It's no, crazy it's, how it's easy it is. It's having no ego. Joe has no ego. He has no <laughs> voice inside of his head that says, you shouldn't do this. You're not good enough. Oh, that's true. He literally yeah. doesn't have that. And I'm not even saying it... <laughs> It, in jest it's it's true because I do he not was have like that voice that oh, says you shouldn't do this i just do it no but i'm <laughs> yeah, but in the best way obviously is what i mean he's not afraid to do anything he's reached out to crazy people and been like hey do you want to come on the show and then he'll be like hey we're having david icon and i'm like what how did you reach out to him and mm -hmm. he's like i just emailed him to be fair what like about, how did you find him are you serious six months to actually nail down that date. It sucks. Because of the time change, the time difference, that's fine. But it's not like he was blowing you off. He just responded because of you were so genuine in your email. And maybe they vetted us a little bit and saw people we had on. But the the people that Joe would reach out, like we uh Terry Lovelace, who wrote the incident at, at the at the Devil's Den that we heard on Mysterious Universe, he reached out to him immediately. And then had him on a couple weeks later. And I was like, holy shit, I've read his book. I love this. And that just happened week after week after week after week because Joe was just diligent with it and didn't care about the result. If someone told Joe to fuck off, he would be like, okay, whatever. I don't care. But whereas Ben and I would be like, mm, okay. Well, fuck off. Lame. Can do. Fuck right. Off. Exactly. Yeah. So Joe has the best mindset for going into this. He was like, I want to start a podcast. And Ben and I were like, "We okay, whatever. We don't care. Joe went balls to the wall with it. And we supported him. But in kind of the least supportive way, we didn't really do anything at all except sit well, there. And, and the thing the thing to add to that is that that's exactly why Joe's the one that runs the socials, because if me and Jen were the ones reading the comments and responding, I have a feeling right, we would have mean? a lot more. Yeah, we would have a lot more people <laughs> hating our guts because place. I would not be nice at all. Me either. But and Joe's like, hey, man. Cheers. Like, oh, thank you for thank you for your uh, response there, bud. Uh, what's your podcast name? And we'll give it a listen. And it'll be just like the worst <laughs> fucking review. And I'm like, oh, I would have said something way different. Yeah, people and, will be uh, like, your audio sucks. It's in the tank. And Joe's like, oh, what's the name of your podcast? Could you tell me what your audio issues are and how you resolve yeah, them? Tell and me I'd about be your happy setup. to hear it. Let me tell you about And they're yeah. like, Joop, ghost. <laughs> no, well, so you guys are going to run into this on Instagram. I know you just started your Instagram, but that drags out the fucking weirdos. Let me tell you. Uh, you will have to deal with people that will talk mad shit and you go to their profile and they have zero followers, zero posts, and they're following nobody. So like, where the fuck did that come from? They just popped into a random, like, yeah, you'll it's going to be fun. Let me but know. That, actually, that's, that's a conspiracy theory that you, that I actually have. Like, you know, you talk about all these podcasts, like I, you'll, you'll, you'll open up a podcast app and there these, all these podcasts on there. And you're just like, it's like two girls having tea. And you're like, what? <laughs> like, what? Like, I don't, oh, yeah. I, my conspiracy, I don't think that 80% of those podcasts are real. No, I think we're real. How about no? I don't, I don't, mm, no, not listening to that. Nobody's listening to that. Yep, Nobody's listening to any of that. Yeah, stuff. you go, you go and look at, you go and open your, your podcast app and you've got like a, like a hundred different, you know, pre selected recommended podcasts. And I'm like, who in their right mind would ever even click on this? 
much less subscribe and listen on a weekly basis to. I, I don't even understand why anybody I would think waste their time. About our show. I'm like, who the fuck is clicking on this and choosing to listen to uh, stories about how we shit our pants? Like, but that's what so, I'm trying to tell you is that your show's actually good. Your show's actually okay. good. It's like their shows suck. It's like to <laughs> listen to two, two, um, you know, gender confused chicks talk about freaking. <laughs> tea and how much trump sucks like it's that nobody's <laughs> listening to that nobody's there listening i would listen that. to that for planet retard though if that's a real show <laughs> i will we, put that content out clips. there on sunday at five someday well yeah. and there is something to be said about that too like when he told me that we had like th these are two instances three actually when he told me that we had tommy chong david ike and craig the sawman sawyer i had at well as big of a boner as i could get um, but the thing was, is that we ended up I finding out. I love your Tommy out, Chong episode, yeah. Oh, it was fucking brilliant. Was I took great. That was a, great a handful of mushies right before that show. Um, <laughs> and the, part of it was like, we ended up around that time, we had on uh, Dustin Potter, shout out to Dusty, and uh, Spicy Wiener. Um, was it Carlos, right? Well, Corey is Corey. his real name. Oh, Corey, 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 right. So... We had them on shortly after that. And I remember Corey ends up saying, he goes, I'm completely, or he said this in our Discord chat back when we had Discord, is that he goes, I'm like completely starstruck that I'm actually having a conversation with you guys. All of us were like, you're starstruck? Like, really? Are you fucking kidding me? But then I thought, in, in, in introspectively, I'm like, but that's how I felt when we had on certain guests. And they probably think in a lot of ways the same thing people are still starstruck to fucking talk to us. It's like, it kind of starts, it it, it it goes in that succession where you'll, you'll, you'll talk to somebody and be like, I cannot believe that we just got to have a fucking hour long conversation with this person. And then a lot of the people that listen to us, they're thinking the same thing when they have a conversation with us. And it's very humbling. It's very humbling to, to talk to people that you're a fan of. And then also talk to people that are fans of you. That's, that's a whole different mind fuck to be able to to experience because as normal people who just work regular jobs and we get on here and we talk shit and we make dick jokes and fart noises and all this stuff and then people talk to us and they're stupid excited to talk to us it's like <laughs> awesome like I'm <laughs> I'm happy for you I don't I, 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 we're we're just us we don't see this you know the specialness there but then when you actually think about it, in the other direction, it makes perfect sense. And so there's kind of like this humbling experience where it's like, we're appreciative for everybody, everybody that listens to us, everybody that wants to come and talk to us, because although there isn't this self-deprecating, oh, we're not worth talking to, at the same time, there's this like, fucking cool. I can't believe we landed that. That's fucking awesome. So it's, you're going to find that as well, where you'll have these people commenting on how great your show is. And then when you interact with them, they're like, they left, they, they replied to my comment. And you're like, yeah, it's a comment. I'm on Instagram. No big deal. Like, but it makes their fucking day, man. Yeah. I, I'll be honest. I, I felt a little, I, I felt a little bit like that because, you know, it's one of those things you put this thing out for the first time. We put out our first episode. And I'm just waiting for anybody to even watch the thing once. <laughs> just, we did the same just shit. Tell me the thing sucks. I don't care. I just want somebody to just to know that's so, a real person actually listened to the damn thing. Right. Not so much that it's just like some bots out there clicking it to make sure that they can sell me something. So 
I'm I'm just waiting for anybody to have some kind of opinion on it, and uh, which kind of leads me a little bit in, a little bit into more uh, just kind of changing gears a little bit. Um, going into well, I'll just ask you guys are willing to do this again, right? The oh, audio, God, yeah. Stuff? Okay, well that's that's good to hear because we're we're we're. I would say at the point of, and I, it'll change eventually, but for right now, we're at the point of, we really, really need more people doing this because it, it's, it, it's a lot, of, while I love doing it, it's especially the editing stuff. I mean, it's, it's a blast, but it's, it's only a blast for the first three or four days. And then you're like, I really need this to be done now. Um, yeah. uh, but we're we're we really need more people, and that's what I was saying. As far we're saying it again on this on this show, anybody who wants to be a part of this, and we're looking for anybody. We're looking for writers. We're looking for uh, sound guys. We're looking uh, for a lot of different actors. We're looking for anybody who wants to contribute to this a lot. And one of the big things I learned is I suck at dealing with levels when it comes to audio. It's like some things are too quiet, some things are too loud, some things are clipping, peaking, whatever, and I'm just like, I can't handle this. I can edit all day long, but it was just finding out what was too loud or too quiet, and it was just driving me absolutely off the wall. But- um, Well, Jonah, but, we, we really, really appreciate, one, the opportunity, but two, all of the time that you took to put into this, because I'll tell you right now, getting in front of a microphone and recording, that's what we do. So that was easy for us. We just I do. fucking made an audio. Joe just clipped an audio file. He literally sat me down and goes, press this button. And then when you're done, press that same button again. And I'll send it to him. And I went, right. okay. That was my layman's editing terms it, of, so. uh, yeah, that was my layman's. I was like, I set up all the, the mixer and everything. You're fine. Just, just talking to this microphone. And he's like, <laughs> 25 minutes later. I know. His, his file was like three times the size of me and Jen. <laughs> right. I came out. I'm like, I think I recorded one line twice, and then I kind of shot the shit a little bit just to nobody, and then I'm done because I said it exactly how I would. I, I know maybe it wasn't like full on, like exactly what you wanted, but it's exactly how I would have said it in that. Oh, exact it was great. I mean, it was great the I way. It in my head. But it's I will exactly say, Jonah, do you think that? So we listened to that episode as what we listened to the first episode you guys did two or three times. Um, and then we listened to the one we did once and then we played it for Lene and Ben when they came over afterwards. So I don't know if you're maybe beating yourself up because you're so used to doing this that you, you hear all of those little like nuances. Like you're like, Oh, the levels aren't perfect right here. Nobody's going to fucking notice that unless <laughs> they're also a sound guy and they, or girl, whatever, but they might notice. But at the end of the day, it's going to sound fantastic. Yeah, I just there was nothing that was weird or sounded off. Right. That, there Let's was nothing get. noticeable to the layman like uh, us. Yeah. That's why I know there's no sound engineers listening to our show because I would have heard from them by now. Yeah, we do right. hear from them on a regular basis. No, They're like, one sound English like dude shit. that was like, this mic sucks. I'm like, Your I don't have any mic. control over that. <laughs> that Shut was up. that was the best when the guests might. I found that guy by the way. His image on facebook was butterflies and i tried to friend request him and he wouldn't accept my friend request, no. but... <laughs> yeah yeah I, I really appreciate you saying that because it is one of those things when you're trying to make this kind of thing you you tend to get really picky about stuff and there's there's i guarantee you there's little there's little sounds and nuances that i guarantee there's things you 
that most people didn't even pick up on that I, I put in there specifically for a reason. And most people aren't even going to notice it. Like, I would just give you, for instance, like, do you know, uh, well, I, I, I'll have to tell it to you off the air because it's part of our part of the epilogue. Oh. But uh, there's, there's one specific part in there that it's so subtle that unless you're paying attention for it, you, you, won't even, you probably won't even notice it. But, we uh, might not have because we listened to it outside without headphones on. But I will say when we listened all of the music, the way it sounded like this festival sometimes or just like all of the sound effects. Yeah, great. but it was absolutely fantastic. It was something that I wasn't even picturing in my head. And Ben and I had the same idea. Like we were, we had this whole idea of this Final Fantasy. Also, Final Fantasy drop. Um, Kudos to you because that was amazing. Ben <laughs> <laughs> has joined your party. <laughs> yeah, I, I Dude, thought that you, was a nice little touch there. Yeah, that was you're always going to be your own worst critic too. And I, I know this yeah. from uh, I yeah haven't done it in a while, but I used to like write music and make music and shit. And every little thing I'd put in there, I'm like, this is going to really spice up this measure. Literally, nobody would ever hear that. So right. it's all yeah. for you. like just focus on what you think sounds good, and everyone else will either shit on it or love it. It doesn't really well, matter. And letting let it, your ego go a little bit. And let it be organic. Don't, don't, don't let it like, it was one of the thoughts that popped in my head when you were like, you know, I just want to know that somebody real and isn't a bot is just even listening to our show. I don't care if it's a shitty review or not. It's like, here's the thing. And this might be a helpful hint. Don't, don't hope start putting out the fucking content. Don't give a fuck if people are listening and they will come. It's it's that's it's, true, Ben. That's exactly what it is. Care. That's they what we come. did. Yeah, you just you yeah. just start creating. When I when we first started this, I had a thirty five dollar Turtle Beach headset on, with no that. fucking camera, other than the one that was on my shitty laptop, which I now can't use. I'm using her awesome uh, Apple computer because mine took a shit. So we didn't have we didn't have anything. Like we were trying to figure out any kind of mic situation, sound deadeners. I was fucking doing it in a laundry room that had a horrible echo. So I was hanging up blankets and shit like we gave a fuck because we had the same thing. We're like, I wonder if anyone's actually going to listen to this. Like there was kind of like this hope. But at the same time, it was like, but that's not why we did it. We did it. Not in the moment. We did it for us. But you, you asked, like, you know, like what made you even just want to do a podcast? It was literally, we wanted to have a monologue of the crazy conversations that we had been having for years that we've said it before that fire pit talk. It's it's. And of course we had to start it right after I stopped drinking. That would have been a whole different show if I was, um, <clears throat> but it's one of those, we just wanted to go back and be like, oh, you know, what was that one thing that we talked about? And actually have a log of us talking to people and talking about this shit that we had already been talking about for years, never recorded. It was always off the cuff. It was personal. Why not talk about that? And if somebody listens to it and gets anything out of it, great. If they don't listen, great. Don't give a fuck. So when you're creating stuff, do it to whatever makes you sound good. Do it off the fly. Do it. On the first take, you're like, you know what? I think that'll work. And then move on to the next one. Don't be overcritical. Put it out there and go, all right, on to the next project. Fuck it. Otherwise, you're going to drive yes. yourself fucking crazy. So I, yeah, that's that's awesome advice. Because it's like, it's it really is more like we are doing this because we have 
we have really a passion for kind of asking heavy questions, but we've also really been in radio drama for our whole lives, as you might have heard from the first episode. But the our main focus is not just to uh, put out necessarily great content because it can be hammy, it can be goofy, it can be whatever. Yeah. But but we uh, but it can also be serious. We get dramatic. We're not because we're not just going to be a comedy show. We're not going to be comedy radio drama. But the what I think our main per- focus is is that this community is a very niche one. It's not very big, and this most of us we know that most of us can't even really watch tv anymore without turning the tv upside down it's like oh look it says 9-11 satan hail satan you know (laughs) you know it's like you know we're like looking at every single thing that pumps out of the tv and so we're like we need to have something that's like something that we're yeah it's like we need we need to have our own kind of form of entertainment that is not that doesn't necessarily have an agenda, but also can bring people together, like where we can, where other people can get involved in it. Whereas like, because like you said, we're not looking for this to be Joshua and Jonah's true theater radio show. We want this to be the community to be like, Hey, what you got? We're looking, we want people to have a creative outlet for something like any, any, anything in regards to this. We just, we, we primarily picked audio drama because that's what we love. We love it. We've, we've listened to our whole lives and just the idea of making something was like, well, you guys are are doing the same thing that we're doing. It's just a different take on it. For instance, instead of, instead of asking the serious questions and having a question about it with Joe's dick joke and sound drops in it, What you guys are doing is you guys are creating an audio drama about very real things. The mainstream of Medea. Okay. <laughs> Everything that you guys had. See, that's the thing. You guys are talking about real shit. You guys are making it hammy and funny. So it's a different take on the exact same thing. You guys are talking about real issues, heavy shit, but you guys are laughing about it and kind of making a mockery about it, which is that's right up our alley we just do it in a different way and that should be how it is you guys are doing it in a different way and i think if you guys don't be too critical and just go you know what we're gonna keep doing this i think people will latch on to it because then when they're riding in their car and they have a 45 minute audio drama or an hour and a half long audio drama about something that is a real topic and a serious topic but you're just fucking making fun of it the whole time that's gold Right. And that leads me on a totally uh, in in relation to that. Um, I want to I wanted to mention this and and ask you guys if if it was something that you had noticed. But um, because there's lots of people in this community who will get the joke right off the bat, but mm-hmm. some people might not. And did you <laughs> when the cult leaders are doing their incantations? Do you know what that's from? When they're saying this is extremely dangerous to our democracy. Yeah, it's it's from the news clips of when the news says the same exact thing across the globe. I'm just saying there might be some people who listen to this episode or yours that are going to hear that and they're like, I don't get it. I'm like, go look up online. This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. Yeah, Yeah. look up up on BitChute, try and find the clip. And it's basically a compilation of all these Mm -hmm. news broadcasts saying 
verbatim the exact same thing. Well, I think that that's yeah, actually just what nails clues, and it shows them all at the same time. Yeah. I think that's yeah, what clues people in to that audio drama is the fact that you can be listening to this kind of catty, almost dry wit Brit British humor. And then when you hit that part, it's the most important part of the show. It's the it's the zenith of the show where the shit breaks down and you're confronting the bad stuff. And those sound drops, if you're not getting the mainstream of Medea up until that point, that right. is the part that clues you into like, oh, they're talking about fucking politics. <laughs> like, right. It clues you in right at the right moment. Yeah. This is what we were talking about earlier, though. Is it the people that don't get that those aren't the people that are going to get the rest <laughs> yeah. of the show. So, they might, so the people that don't get it, they all they might actually Google, this is extremely dangerous to our democracy, and be like, what the fuck are they talking about? And then see that clip and be like, holy shit, they're on to something. You never know. You might pick some people up. Well, that's, that's actually might be a really great title for that audio drama. Just this is extremely dangerous to our democracy <laughs> by true theater. And then when they fucking Google it, that pops up and you're like, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like, that's, that's kind of where, that's kind of what we were, what our, we're going for. Cause like, we're, we're clearly not trying to reach the world because they're, they're, they're just not like, I mean, right, there are people, there's still people wearing masks in that set their cars now for Christ's sake. That's still yeah, a thing. That's still a thing, you know, but we're, but what but what we really want I was to do... mostly talking about for the new the newbie truther I guess you could right. say that might be hearing this for the first time and they never heard that clip. Yeah. Well, that's also kind of the idea that we had too is that um having audio drama that is like hey because a lot of times when you give somebody this long form discussion they're not going right. to listen to it. We we people like us we like listening to long form discussions we like thinking other people they're like, oh, it's not in a TikTok clip, you know? And oh, so fuck. we're yeah, so we're we but if you show them like a small little comedic or it doesn't always have to be comedic because we have we have a lot of content that's not gonna be comedic, it'd be it's gonna be heavy, we're gonna have horror, we're gonna have mystery, oh, thrillers, yeah. all kinds of different stuff. We're not interested in just comedy. I mean, we liked we we clearly knew that we had to have a, have a comedy for your show because it would make zero sense for us to have like a, yeah. some kind of thriller, and then also oh, yeah. and would would on, and then Joe's out there making fart noises. It just would make no sense. It would is just that... make no sense. So that's why we had your show as a comedy. But when we have when we have other shows that are going to be very like like intense it's something you might be able to sh like people that are that are in our community if you have family members or something it's like hey check this out and you can show that to them and it's entertaining because the mind people's minds work in story they don't work in lecture they don't work in um berating them with facts and fix figures they work, we work with narrative. And so when they hear something that may have a narrative to it, that's going to, that's going to kind of be like, oh, that's kind of how I didn't see it that way. And because it paints a new, a new yeah. picture, a new story, that's kind of what we want to also give to this community is like, hey, you got that family at your Thanksgiving dinner that thinks you're nuts. Let them listen to this audio drum real quick. Yeah. It's like 15 well, minutes. I, I feel in a lot of ways, even this episode. Go ahead. Oh, no, uh, I was just going to say all, all, all I was saying was I really it, it 
And it sounds crazy, but I really feel like a lot of this this episode, I, I really kind of almost pulled out of the ether because after I wrote it, and especially after I edited it, I was like, this is an absolute perfect allegory for the entire world as a whole. And I didn't even realize it to the extent it was until I I wrote it. And even there's so many elements that were in it that were just kind of like, you know, like I came up with the eye of Illuminati. Right. It wasn't right. until I even got to that scene, I came up with it being an asshole. I seriously, it wasn't pre-thought. It got to that point and I was like, well, why don't I just make it a big asshole? Because <laughs> it is an asshole. And it was See, like it, it organic like that is perfect. That's what you have to continue yeah. doing. And don't worry about what anybody says or thinks. If right. you feel that way when you're putting it out there, people are going to love it. Honestly, we heard it and not even our episode. Joe and I listened to your first episode, the one that you guys did just together, and we absolutely loved it. And I was like, oh my God, this is going to be huge. This is a big deal. Not just because people are going to be able to create it and be in it and say, I'm in this. This is great. But they can show it to people like you're saying and say, check this out. It's really cool. It's entertaining. Whether you're on a long drive or you're just hanging out at work or whatever, it's super interesting and fun to hear the conspiracies of our time put forth in a narrative in a story right. like you guys are saying yeah, instead I of in, instead of being truth bombed with fear porn all the time right. like bam 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 baby's blood and you know there's no reason for that so it's fun to yeah. be put it in a story it helps out well, and I, I also think that you guys are going to have a lot of people that that work backwards you're going to end up having people that they hit on a few episodes and they're like gay and then they move on and then what they're going to do is they're going to come to a podcast that has collaborated with you or that literally is explaining the way that we do on our podcast, the exact narrative. And it's going to register something like, fuck, what was that audio drama show? I feel like they were talking and they're going to go back to it and then it's going to make sense. So in, in your, in Josh, in your original question of, uh, you know, maybe for the, the baby truther, it's like, that's going to happen. They're going to find your show. They're going to listen to it and they're going to go, uh, I thought, why is this in the truther fucking section? They're going to go and they're going to explore and then they're going to go, oh, I get it now. And they're going to go. Yeah, you guys are going to be like the musical of the truther section. <laughs> right. What, what's the, the, music? the musical of the truther section? Yeah. 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 Like, like, like conspiracy musical. Exactly. It's going to be like that a little bit. Because at first I was like, wait, what? Because we couldn't find you guys on anything except for Audible. And I wasn't sure if that was really your podcast. And then we had to look it up. We're like, are they saying true? So super funny. Again, call back to your very first episode. I'm like, are they saying truth theater or truth eater? What are they fucking yeah, saying? And then you guys were like, it's both. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I, guess <laughs> but I bet a lot of people are going to do that for real. Oh, yeah. Well, it'll take it'll take a little the audience to get a little bit of a learning curve on it. But in a way that kind of keeps us, you know, it keeps us from being accidentally found by a bunch of people. We don't care who have to listen to it anyways. Yeah. It's like we want the people who want to listen to it, listening to it. Yeah, and they're going to find us. That'll so, happen on no, its own. Absolutely. Well, that's, that's absolutely. actually why we kind of wanted to contact y'all because it's like, like, I know that your audience is the kind of audience that we want. We want the kind of audience that's like, the they're not offended by, they're offended by much. And they're probably right. pretty smart. 
You know, <laughs> so yeah. like that's yeah. probably it's questionable. Huge but compliment. Probably. I can't believe that's our audience. I'm actually complimented by our audience. Mm-hmm. When we get people who come on, I'm like, wow, you they're just commenting on our show. And I'm like, wow, they're so well spoken. Then they'll go off on a tangent in the chat feed. And we're like, I'm so proud that people want to listen to us who are intelligent, there are some that are well not so spoken, smart. but I they also like fart noises. That's a hard fucking demographic to find. I will say. It really is. It really is. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's why the I that's why the eye of Illuminat plopped right in the middle of there was just fuck, dude. The visual that went into my head was <laughs> it was graphic. Yeah. Did you feel yeah. let, me, let me let me say audio, <laughs> audio drama is a powerful thing. It, I, I'm serious. It's like forget TV and stuff. It's like you can watch someone TV and what you see is what you get. With audio drama, it's like if your imagination is that fucked up. You can come up with some fuck. <laughs> you can also come aboard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we yeah. all weren't allowed to watch TV when we were little. We had to read books and picture that shit in our head. So an audio drama is like having a book read to you, but you yeah. still have to use your imagination, which is right. fantastic. Yeah. So we we you know we want it to where people can you know do stuff and listen to it. That's the main reason why I've always loved why why main reason I always loved audio drama because I'm kind of a I have to kind of be doing something all the time. He makes fun of me all the time. I always have to be doing something. If I'm just sitting there, I go a little crazy. So if I'm watching TV, just staring at a screen, I, my knee starts shaking and yeah, I'm like, I, I got to get up. Well, I can't watch TV either. I mean, like I have to, I, I'm, we both are all, either we're, if we're entertaining, we're going to listen to audio drama. Or we're going to listen to podcasts. Yeah. It's like, even if I'm pacing, I can't sit there and stare at a screen. Like we're sitting at the screen now because we're talking to you. But it's like it's different, though. It's a conversation, back and forth. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like when when uh, when this show comes out, we're not going to have any screens because we want people to get away from their freaking screens, walk right. around, listen, do something else. You know, do something else. It's like it's so crazy. It's like the most annoying thing to me. It's like people watching stuff on YouTube all day. It's like what? Stop doing that. It's so I'm annoying. Gonna, I'm going to go on a wild guess here and. And I, I might be completely off. Joe and I have only mentioned it a couple times on the show. Knowing your background now, knowing your love of audio drama, did you guys happen to get raised listening to Adventures in Odyssey? Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. I actually have every – I'm, I'm an audio drama hoarder as well, and I never listen to them, but I have them. All of them on my hard drive. Yeah. Will we, I ever listen to them again? I don't we know. We grew up. With my mom every Saturday morning, taking a fucking cassette tape and recording the radio station that that little half hour segment would be on. We weren't allowed to listen to it until our car ride up to church because they took us to a church that was an hour and 15 minutes away for three fucking years. And Jesus. so we would. we Yeah. Oh, Jesus oh, is right. Literally. Literally. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> so we would listen to that on the way up, as well as down Gilead Lane, which is a whole other audio drama. Um, not, not nearly as well known and stuff, but I, when you guys, I, I just put those two together when you guys said you guys love audio drama and you guys, I could tell just based on your age, your guys is, uh, raising. I'm like, I, you know, I have a fucking feeling that they listen to that gay shit too. <laughs> yeah. It's hey, a great yeah. show. Go fuck yourself. That was a great <laughs> well, not to be that, a- no, actually to be that asshole. Uh, I got to go. Yeah, we actually probably need to get it going too. My kid, we're actually recording <laughs> in my bedroom, and this, my sister. This, this wouldn't be this wouldn't be an interview with you.
if Ben right? didn't if, pay, if, he has to go. Not to disappoint. I'm honored that you got to finally tell, say, okay, we push it. Ben's got to go. Let's end the show. And that yeah, was, I'm was, hitting my done button. Oh, I'm not going to give spoilers, but that general thing we were just talking about was my favorite part of the whole uh, audio. <laughs> it was really mentioned it in the script. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No one's fun. ever listened to our show. They know it happens every show. Yeah. So yeah. Every it's show. not really work. Ben's got to go yeah. to work. Yeah, he's got to get which, up early uh, in the morning. Sorry, guys. Which, uh, which uh, reminds me one one last thing. I'm, we're going to say before we get off of here. Um, we are. Uh, there's actually a couple of small little edits I'm going to put in that that you guys haven't heard yet. They're not big. They're just little tiny ones. But I just want to let all the listeners. You guys are going to get it for free. But I'm letting all the listeners know that what we're going to be starting to do is we're going to be putting the entire audio drama un uninterrupted um complete as its own file and we're basically going to be selling it for a buck we're not trying to get rich but it's going to be one dollar go to our website you get you get the whole episode without us talking for the next hour and it's just the audio drama and we're going to be selling them for a dollar and yeah you can be a total asshole and figure out that, hey, I can just get an MP3 splitter and cut it together and just make it myself. And I can do that for free. But it's a fucking dollar. And it's mostly to help us out a little bit to nothing else to pay for our URL for another month. And we're doing that also. So if people want to start, if people want to like what Ben was saying, you want to start having those little truth bombs that you want to hand out to people. Give them an audio drama. Say, hey, we were in this. And they were—they can be like that was really entertaining, not realizing that they're getting an entire world education in a in a stupid little twenty-minute audio audio drama that's pretty—that's humorous, at least in my opinion. So, yeah. Um, um, so yeah, like I said, go um, when this when this airs, you can go on our website. Uh, you can, like I said, download just the audio drama as it is, and. Uh, you won't have to listen to us if you don't want to, but if you do, awesome. That's kind of the, but you'll, you'll get more of the backstory if you listen to the whole show. But if you just want the audio drama, go on there. We're going to be having it. Yeah, I know this. It's kind of feels like because this is our first interview, like we're on your show. <laughs> That's like, what it feels. It, it feels, feels like, like we're, we're on, on your show. Feels like we're on your now show. you're on our show. So when I'm yeah. announcing things, I'm like, well, I'm kind of interrupting. No, I'm like this I'm, is my, this is my <laughs> show. <laughs> no, this is the show. Yeah. We're just used to it, and we're excited to talk to you guys too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we, we're huge fans of what you're trying to do. We all think it's a fantastic idea. I mean, as soon as we, uh, I guess you, I think Josh left the yeah. message for Joe, and we were like, when. He, he played it i was like this is the best idea ever and all three of us agreed it was absolutely fantastic everyone re we reached out to so many people we knew and they were like this is amazing. i was gonna ask like, you that have you received any emails yet i got one from janet janet oh, okay. we, i've been corresponding with janet quite a bit and she's half, fantastic i'm halfway in the middle of writing we're hers. halfway in the middle of writing her writing her radio drama right now nice. Well, Which everyone we talked to thought it was amazing. So even if they're not willing to put themselves out I, there, that's for the thing. I think after I think after we get on this show with you, like after I think people are going to kind of after they hear our heroes in an enchanted land, <laughs> you know, after they hear that and then they hear us talking to you, they're going to be like, "Oh, I get it now." 
and they're yeah. gonna be like, hey, okay, let's freaking they go will. on this. That's perfect. That's yeah. how that's we are. We're like the bridge between funny and absolutely insane, yeah. crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah, and it's only we. It's only gonna get better, especially when we start getting more people involved. Especially when we get people that are better writers than me. Uh, I consider myself okay. There's people that are way better writers than I am. And, you know, don't flatter me. It's the truth. There are <laughs> some, some mad good writers out there. And that's the people we're looking for. And when we when this thing starts blowing up, we're going to be making stuff that it's going to knock the socks off of everybody. That, and that's another point um, we want to make is I actually have been uh, uh, collaborating with other audio drama websites that I guarantee you 99% of all of your listeners or everybody else of our listeners will not know. Like it's the old OGs of audio drama. Like, so, but there, there are shows that are so damn good that it, it will literally change the way you see the world. Like there's, and so I've, I've contacted some of them. I'm like, can we please, just if we just just to introduce some of this stuff to our community, some of the really amazing 20, 30 minute shows from your from your your company. And they've been extremely open to it. They're like, absolutely. Yeah. And we're having to be really honest about what kind of show we are. We don't want to be like, you know, yeah. tricking them into realizing, well, we didn't agree to this. You know, and then they find out we're talking about all kinds of stuff. Because we are like, not going to be politically correct. We are not no, going to goes- be. That goes right hand in hand There's with so many not more giving people. a shit. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly Make what I was going to say, you. Ben. There's so many people who are going to be so on board with that that you might not even know. Just mm-hmm. go for it. Be your I'm aware of that, but it's more, like, it's more like the other companies. If we post their audio drama and all of a sudden it's like they're talking, we're talking about something like, oh, what, um, is the earth flat? Well, we don't like that shit. You know, we, we don't want to talk about like We don't want our own job. I told them, I was like, we talk about everything. No. So yeah. you need I'm gonna let you know if we're post your show on our freaking stuff in or... fiction format though, it's not like you're promoting it as fact. Right, right, no, but still oh, yeah. thespians <laughs> are weird. <laughs> yeah. Lesbians are weird. I agree. <laughs> thespians are weird. Yeah. I mean, I, do, I get it, I get where they're coming from as a male, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well. Well, I I don't think people real people forgot that Ben has to go. Oh, right, Ben. Sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so, right, sorry. Go. Thanks, thanks, guys. guys. We're thanks, for, uh, looking forward for to this fucking show. show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, thanks, it's been it's, it's been absolutely great and an honor to have you guys on. And thank you so much for being a part of the the audio drama. It was so much fun uh, it was a it, it was, was a, a so much it fun. was almost a dream come true i've been watching i've been listening on it i said well can't say enough we've been listening to this stuff my whole life and to actually get my hands dirty and make one was euphoric it yeah, really was, it was a lot yeah, of fun i loved every second of it and i again i can't thank you enough for being part of it i really hope and i i believe that you guys will be a part of it again and uh you know just just well, keep that fun. passion and as long as you don't give a shit what other people think you'll find uh happiness and meaning in doing it so don't don't worry about who's listening how many this that and the other whether they like it or not as long as you keep that fire for what you want to do it doesn't matter who gauges the success it will be right well, we only yeah. cared what you think ben everybody else can fuck off <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> it's an evil lair. Fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> right. All right, guys. Thanks, guys. We appreciate right. it. Love you guys. Well, thank you so much. All right. You guys have a good one. Um, this has been awesome. Yep. True Theater Radio, y'all. Dot com. Go check it out. Get the get the get the episode. That was a close one. For reals. And as far as epic quests go, this has by far been my first. I couldn't be more proud of the both of you and honored to consider you as friends. Together, all three letter names. Together, three syllables. Together. Badass! Oh my god, corny laughter is hard, guys. <laughs> All right, whatever. Figure it out. A few days later, our heroes are granted a meeting with the king of the realm. Sup, guys? What can I do you for? We have come to present to you the powerful baseball bat of legend. Whoa! My old man gave me super secret knowledge about the baseball bat. But I just always thought it was a myth. You're the freaking king in a fairy tale. And even you thought the bat was made up. Hey, that shit coming from the mainstream media is powerful stuff. You can't possibly know how accurate that statement is. Come again? Ugh, never mind. What was the super secret knowledge your pops told you about the bat? I guess seeing as you brought me the baseball bat that I didn't think existed, I'll tell you, my dad beat me day and night until I memorized the prophecy perfectly. And I think it goes a little something like this. For a hundred years while Medea would deceive, the Eye of Illuminati would be defeated by three. Then the baseball bat would be brought as a scepter to the king, and all the people would dance and sing. But the bat would have no power until one of the three gave it a name, because just baseball bat is kind of lame. But the name could not be given by the two that have a dick. It could only be given by the hot chick. And once she decided and the name is said, upon the bat she must write the name in red. Pretty straightforward for a prophecy. That could only be talking about Jen. I don't have any idea of what to name it. But you must give it a name. Would it help if I said I was legitimately into you? Hmm, yeah, it would. Someone, give me a red sharpie. In big, bold letters, Jen wrote the words she used to describe the bat when she first saw it. A memory triggered by Joe's awkward confession of romantic feelings for Jen. The name she gave it was one single word. Legit. The king then raised the bat to full height and declared, Behold, the legit bat. It's so legit, it will not quit. Just then, the legit bat glowed with the brightness of the sun, and its power filled the hearts and minds of all the people. The mainstream of Badia was cleared of shit water. Everyone unveiled their faces, for they no longer feared invisible plagues, and men no longer chopped their dicks off. Ben, Joe, and Jen were loved by all the people. But as for Joe and Jen, the only love that mattered was the love that glowed for each other.
Well, guys, I'd love to stick around, but I got to get going. I got work in the morning. Legit Bat has saved the realm, and now we live in peace. So you think we should get married or something? Only if you have your own Legit Bat. But we already gave the Legit Bat to the... Oh. Joe and the Baseball Bat of Legend is a True Theater Radio production. Featured in the cast were Joe Hodgden of the Legit Bat Podcast as himself, Ben Hodgden of the Legit Bat Podcast as himself, Jen Hodgden from the Legit Bat Podcast as herself, Joshua James Earl as the narrator, Jonah Earl as the village elder, King Anthony, a.k.a. Tonus, and the cult members. Music in this production was promoted by freestockmusic.com. Dragon Quest, Medieval Chateau, The Ultimatum, Adventure Beyond, and Town Song by Alexander Nakarada of serpentsoundstudios.com. Attribution 4.0 International License. Refusing the Ultimatum by Arthur Vinke. Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike 3.0 Unported License. This has been a True Theater Radio production, copyright 2022, True Theater Radio.